Hello and welcome to another episode of Since 1899, the podcast all about AC Milan. Today's theme is traveling. We've been cruising in this uh, wonderful season and the international break is coming up. So which song have you picked for this week, Togai? For this week, the, the song I picked is uh, Si Viaggiare by Lucio Battisti, uh, a very famous uh, singer in Italy. Uh, now his dad is back. He was back in the 70s, 80s, his main, 60s also. Uh, viaggiare means traveling. Uh, this season has been a nice trip so far. We got 14 players going to their national teams uh, for the national team's break. Viaggiare in Italian is also a way of saying uh, that you are kind of moving, running fast. And this is something that we started doing again after, let's say, the winter break we had under a physical point of view. But now we can see players that started again to viaggiare. And also, focus of the week is about <laughs> the details. And in the lyrics of the song, the friend of, of the singer is a guy who is taking care of the small little easy details to fix the motorbike of the singer and helping him to to travel quick and fast on the highway but in a relaxed and nice way and therefore the song of this week is uh, Si Viaggiare, Lucio Battisti Quel gran genio del mio amico Lui saprebbe cosa fare Lui saprebbe come aggiustare Con un cacciavite in mano Fa miracoli Ti regolerebbe il minimo Alzandolo un po' E non picchieresti in testa Così forte no E potresti ripartire Certamente non volare Ma viaggiare Viaggiare, evitando le fughe più dure, senza per questo cadere nelle tue paure, gentilmente, senza fumo, con amore, dolcemente. Yes, and that was Si Viaggiare by Lucio Battisti. So Marco, what can you tell me about uh, the match we played against Fiorentina? Yes, that's right. We played uh, Fiorentina in Florence and uh, we come back home with three points, which uh, wasn't a given uh, at the beginning, especially because we came from a very tiring match against Manchester United in the midweek, which unfortunately we lost thank thanks to a great Pogba goal. But nevertheless, we um, show up in Florence with... Uh, as usual, number of injuries, Rebic, Romagnoli, Calabria is the latest one to add himself to the list. But um, Chalanoglu was back and especially Benassar. But not in the starting 11, right? Benassar was starting from Not Benassar because he's just back from, uh, it's his first match back from injury. Charanoglu had played against Manchester United, 
Yeah. And Not in was, the best of shape. And there but... was also Ibrahimovic in the starting 11 for the first time. Yeah, exactly. And uh, yeah, as Pioli had announced in the press conference the day before the match, so on Saturday, he said that Ibrahimovic was going to start, but he didn't have the full 90 minutes in him. Yeah, so... in fact, he, he was kind of forced to choose Ibrahimovic, right? Because basically we don't have any forward at this moment. So except no, him. and against Manchester United, Castillejo even played as the as our forward. So el falso nueve, <laughs> like a falso nueve. That's right. But tell us about um, how Fiorentina showed up to the match. Well, Fiorentina. First of all, Fiorentina is still somehow involved in a uh, in in a fight not to fall into the relegation. Uh, they conquered a very nice victory last week against Benevento, which kind of uh, gave them a little bit of uh, distance and advantage on Cagliari, which at this stage is the the first team of the last ones. They were basically playing with a 4-4-1-1. Uh, behind Vlaovic, the, 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 the Serbian forward, uh, they had Ribery, I have to say, in a very great shape, and did he score even a goal. And even more offensive was the midfield, because basically the four in the midfield were uh, Aceric on the right, a very offensive uh, winger. Uh, Pulgar basically doing the covering the defense. Bonaventura, which we all know is basically a, a trequartista, uh, and pretty much technically an offensive player. And on the right, they had they have um, Castrovilli, which is a very talented young Italian player. And this showed on the field because it's true we found the the first goal at the ninth minute with Ibrahimovic. But after that, Fiorentina did not like fell into any fear. And they built it a very, very nice football. I think they even started better, I can say, the, the match than us. But we found the goal. And then due to some uh, mistakes, Dalo doing a, a stupid foul, not necessary, uh, close to the top right uh, corner of the box. Uh, the shoot from Pulgar was not so was good, but Donnarumma could have saved it, and yeah, I think he did a little mistake there. But I mean, all in all, we saw a very good Fiorentina for nearly sixty minutes, but uh, we we were able to 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 come back because, as I said, we scored the first goal, but then Fiorentina tied the match with Pulgar, and then in the second half. We suffered a goal from uh, Ribéry. And that was a very bad moment of the match, I guess, right? That was a bad moment of our season. <laughs> because, <laughs> you know, at that point, our, our players looked tired. They looked like they, were, they had enough, you know? It's because they came from two very difficult matches against uh, Manchester United. We played Napoli last week. Uh, we've lost a few games here and there recently, 
So let's say our confidence wasn't the best. And the, the fear that we all have is that what happens when we start losing? Uh, do we go back to being the team that Pioli had picked up uh, a year and a half ago? So, or do we continue having the same, let's say, winning mentality or like going after the wins? And the uh, answer is? And the answer is the team is there. <laughs> we have a team. Uh, you know, going, you're leading 1 0 comfortably uh, against. Uh, in Florence they score once they score twice uh, but the team reacted uh, we started attacking a, a little bit more Ibrahimovic even hit the post from an absurd distance and yeah and then uh, from a corner kick Diaz of all people scored <laughs> and then uh, a few minutes later Chalanoglu got a much much needed goal after a few very difficult months for him and uh we turned it around and we yeah, came and, home with and, the and the mentality right you were saying the mentality is there i think because yes it's true that uh we were coming from a kind of losing stri- straight because basically we won only two of the last 11 matches and uh if but 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 yet I think if we look at the last month at least uh, I think back of uh, the match we played in Verona against Roma uh, and even the losses against Napoli, Manchester, or the first leg match against Manchester which we didn't won but I mean we dominated. I think that one thing that is common to all these matches is that the team has always shown a strong mentality. Uh, with yeah. Napoli, we did not play much, a great match. In fact, Naples played better. But in the fi- in the final minutes, even though we were struggling physically, we tried to achieve something, and we weren't close to achieve. The same we can say with Manchester. We we lost. It's true, one nil. But uh, except the very beginning of the match, with Manchester pressing a lot, but once we overcame those those 10 minutes we really took the control of the match we were not effective offensively sadly and then we made one really just one little mistake but that's europe right and when you play big matches against big teams that's something that you need to learn Uh, even a single episode can really turn it around upside down and then we tried again we, we we never lose the temper and and it's evident i think that and this is i think as per today the biggest achievement that we have to recognize to pioli the team has got a mentality the team believes in what they are doing and it's evident now here and there true we don't have maybe the the players because everybody's injured sometimes we don't have the the stamina we're not fit enough to 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 express our game but all in all i think that especially in the last period we always see a team that is struggling is believing and is trying and fighting hard and that's a great great achievement by pioli yeah absolutely and that's the main that's what's made the difference so far the fact that everybody knows what they're doing and everybody is like 
it feels like we're a real team and the players believe in Pioli's work and that shows on the pitch. And they believe also that they always can turn upside down the match even if it's if it's going bad. I mean, they never get yeah. like lost. They never lose hope and that's really really important I think uh, heading forward to, towards like the the end of the season now. Yet another win uh, away from home. Yeah, yeah, just again a little bit numbers. Uh 12 victories over 14 away matches. It's a team record for Milan. And uh, it ties uh, winning streaks of Inter in 2006, Juventus and Napoli in 2016, and Juventus in 2018. Uh, wow. Yeah, yeah. And, Considering uh, and there's there is, still, I think, five more games. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot to go. So maybe we, hopefully, we will write even better numbers. Two more posts, because yes, we scored three, but Ibrahimovic hit two posts yesterday. So now the total is 18. First team in Serie A of this unlucky <laughs> uh, standing. And uh, one last thing about Ibra, 15 goals this season and he is the oldest player in Serie A history to score 15 league goals so is there anything else to add on on this player no and to to add to that at the, the age of 39 he made it back to the national team yeah you might yeah, not uh, necessarily agree with this uh, decision but hey kudos to him indeed indeed and 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 yeah, I mean, now we all know everybody says it, but just it's good, it's good to remind. He pays, uh, and that's what everybody's saying, especially now that he's 39-40. He pays a lot of attention to to details. And I think that this is the focus of, of the week, right? That you picked. Yes, that's right. Like, uh, like the singer... Um... Lucio Battisti in his song, he has a friend that takes care of all the details to make sure the the motorcycle goes smoothly. This was a match of um, details. Basically, every goal contains a little detail. So let's take the first goal. So Ibrahimovic, early on at the ninth minute, he finds a great pass from Kier and finds himself all alone in the box no one near him uh he's got the time to let the ball bounce on the on the ground and aim properly and score but if you look at the replay there is one little thing that he does just at the beginning so when kier has the ball right around the the midfield uh, line he looks up to see who he can pass the ball to i and ibrahimovic kind of pushes a little bit the defender, uh, I think it's Pezzella. He pushes him a little bit and starts running towards the goal. And that gives him, you know, those like couple of meters of advantage that in the end prove crucial to him having all the space in the world and all the time in the world to decide what to do with Kier's ball. Yeah, he 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 was already an advantage, right, to Pezzella, but he decided to make a little run back towards Pezzella to, to to push him that, that 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 little to make him lose the the balance right and then he started running towards the goal 
I mean, he could have started running directly towards the goal, but that's the experience, right, of a 39 years old player. He said, okay, if I run to the goal, maybe the defender can catch me. So what, I do, what do I do? I push him a little bit up front so that he will never be able to find balance and reach out to me. Yeah, exactly. Our second goal, so the one from Brahim Diaz, this was something you had noticed. So it was a, a corner kick in the second half. Kier, yeah. once again. Two assists from him yeah, today. Yesterday. Passes it or heads it in the direction of uh, Diaz. And you can see Diaz running towards the ball. And you kind of see like a sp- in a split second that he's trying to head it into the goal but he gets but he kind of loses his balance because the defender is either pushing him or holding him i can't remember and you see like in a split second he changes his mind from heading it to kicking it and like the the rapidity in which he changes his mind and then kind of reassesses his body to kick the ball yeah also the execution is pretty impressive i think yeah exactly because, yeah, so, it's true that he's a short player so they have maybe a quicker reaction but i mean it was really like he was trying hard to to go for a header and maybe he was dreaming of scoring with a header i don't think he is he ever scored many goals <laughs> by header but when he realized like hop, in a second he just changed his mind and and makes a great goal by the way Yes, he kicks it. Uh, he f- kicks it very well and gives us the the two two. So and, sa- and saves the season maybe because <laughs> exactly because our season was over just a, uh, until then. So yeah. he finds a much much needed equalizer and I think it revitalizes the whole team. But it's you know the little detail of how he changes his like switches his body from heading to kicking in like a fraction of a second which in the end turns out to be the right uh, the right decision or the right detail yeah and it's an indicator of how how much a, a player is in the match and is willing to do things right because sometimes you see uh, a, a little bit of like sloppy approach to this kind of balls but uh, the way Diaz approached this ball and scored shows that he was really 100 and more than 100% in the game I think Diaz was among the the best players yes along with Tomori (laughs) once again Tomori had an incredible match I think he's really taking advantage of the fact that uh, Romagnoli and Kier haven't been playing the whole season uh, he's been so far a very good signing from Maldini and now the the rumors are that uh, they will do everything they can to buy him back from Chelsea at the end of the season because he's on loan with an option to buy let's hope yeah he's a really solid defender and one thing he's really good at is to try to uh, go catch the attacker way up uh, up the field to kind of stop uh, stop the, yeah, he, the opponents. Yeah, he's, he's very good in, in, in putting pressure on, on the offense, of, on the other team's forward. He, he really is a hunter. 
Yeah, really relying also on his solidity and his speed because he can, you know, he's confident that if he doesn't manage to get the ball in the opponent's half, he can run back and get it again. So yeah, yeah. very like physically, he's very gifted, let's say. And our third goal, the one from Chalanoglu, the, the detail I want to highlight is... Tomori stealing the ball from Vlaovic in Fiorentina's half. And not only he steals it, but in one move, he also passes it to Diaz, who then finds Kessi completely alone at the edge of the box with all the time in the world to decide what to do. And then at the very last second, he finds Charnoglu alone, who manages to find a great shot to beat Fiorentina's goalkeeper for our third goal and for the three points. And other than that, I don't remember that many more chances. Um, I mean, it was a pretty even game. And so it was decided by the little details. Yeah. And uh, in English, there's the saying, the devil is in the details. And this time, there, <laughs> the devil was. Yeah, the details were in the devil. <laughs> yeah. But let's okay, move on so... and see what happened with our rivals yeah. this week. Let's have a detailed situation <laughs> of Serie A. Yes, Marco. So what <laughs> happened this week in Serie A? Yeah, so the lunchtime match between Verona and Atalanta, as predicted, a comfortable win by Atalanta, who scored two goals to... No. Uh, Lazio had a tough game at Udine, uh, but they come, they win, they won uh, from one goal from Maruzic. But luckily, they're still quite a few points behind. They have 49 points versus our 59, so 10 points behind, but one game left to play. And then there was the big match of the week in Roma. The big match with uh, Roma against Napoli, and Napoli on the on the flip side is really doing well after they managed to um, to recover some of their injured players like Mertens, who is one of their most important players for the past <laughs> I don't know how many years, and they came from a convincing win at San Siro against Milan, which uh, gave them a very big confidence boost. And now Naples, Napoli is uh, is there. It's six points behind Milan with one match less. But yeah, this match is Juventus-Napoli. So <laughs> it's going to be another yes. big so match. Going... Inter this week take uh, took a COVID holiday due to the fact that four players were found uh, positive to COVID. And the health authority of Lombardy decided uh, to force... Inter to, to take an isolation so all the players all the players stayed home and were not even allowed to train together during these days yeah so they missed the match against the Swallow last but not least can you tell me Marco who dropped the biggest bomb on Serie A this uh, this Sunday yeah this Sunday afternoon it uh, in Turin, 
So in the in yeah. the Juventus stadium, our dear friend Pippo Inzaghi and his Benevento visited Juventus. And how did it finish <laughs> this match? Well, Juventus was dominating the game. They had they were having like twenty one shots, over seventy percent possession, seven shots on target. Everything was going well until around the 70th minute um, Arthur from Juve makes a suicide <laughs> pass to <laughs> Adolfo Geich, Geich uh, from uh, yeah. Benevento who found himself alone in the box <laughs> with the ball uh, against uh, <laughs> Chesney and he scored and Benevento won 1-0 in Turin Our next match is against Sampdoria, but it's only in two weeks because uh, our players are going to be traveling this this week, or at least 14 of our players are going to be traveling for their national teams. Uh, all of our players are going to indeed uh, travel around the world. Sadly, we're not part of any national team, Marco. We, we cannot travel. I think that for this week, is uh, that's it. So thank you very much. To our listeners and to you, Marco. Thank you, Togai. I'll speak to you in two weeks. And and in the meanwhile, uh, let's listen to Siviaggiare so we can maybe dream of traveling. Forza Milan. Forza Milan.
del mio amico con le mani sporche d'olio capirebbe molto meglio meglio certo di buttare riparare pulirebbe forse il filtro soffiandoci un po' scinderesti poi la gente quella chiara dalla no e potresti ripartire certamente non volare ma viaggiare sì viaggiare 